you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, bringing you a solo episode today. And I am I'm in Atlanta right now. Uh, I'm in a hotel room and there's construction outside. So you may hear some beeping in the background. Hopefully we can find a way to filter that out. So um, anyway, so I was, I've been busy, right? I've been, I was in Greensboro, North Carolina yesterday and Atlanta today. I'll be back in Charlottesville by this afternoon and uh, I've been busy, but found a way to get my workouts in while I've been on the road. So shout out to my F3 brothers in Greensboro. And uh, so I, I've done F3. I did an F3 workout yesterday when I was in Greensboro. There wasn't one today in Atlanta, but I found a way to get that workout in. I woke up early. I didn't get to uh, bed till after an event until about 11 p.m. on uh, on Monday evening. But I knew it was important to get my workout in on Tuesday. So I woke up at 5 o'clock. And uh, and went to my F three went to an F three workout. So uh, anyway, shout out to all the F threes that I've been to. So we have I've been to Greensboro and Charlotte and Atlanta, Pittsburgh, St. Simon's Island. So I've been to quite a few. I always try to find a, a good uh, group of guys to work out with whenever I'm on the road. So uh, anyway, just a shout out for them. And but I find time, right? I find time to to get my workouts in. I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, that's something that so many of my clients struggle with is like finding time, right? Finding time to get the things done in your life. And, you know, if you've heard any of my story before, you know, several years ago, I was in a place where I had a, a business and it was my second business. My first business was successful and I had sold that and dove in headlong into my second business and was just really not balancing my life well. Um, had uh, just was not spending enough time with my family, with my wife, with my kids. Uh, I was, you know, not working out. I was in the worst physical shape of my life. But I learned a lot from that terrible experience because I was in a really bad place and in the worst place that I'd ever been in my life. And in in a lot of ways, financially, uh, in my relationship with my wife and my kids, uh, my physical health, all kinds of areas. And so I learned a lot from that. And and that's part of how I discovered my process that, that I teach now and coach uh, through Reveal Your Path. And I say discovered or, or rediscovered because I really didn't invent the system, but it's a system that works. It's a system that all elite performers have in their lives that helps them maximize their potential. Because a lot of folks feel like they're leaving too much on the table and they, they feel like time is running out and they can feel they feel like the clock is ticking and, and they're they're drifting through life they're, they know that there's there's more in them and and they don't feel like they have the time to get to the things that they know they need to get to in order to get to living the life that they want to live 
And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. I want to talk about finding time, finding time to get to the things that you know that you need to get to in order to live the way that you want to live. If you feel out of balance, if you feel out of alignment, this is the episode for you. Now, I want to start with saying this. The, the first underlying principle here is this. For, you have to wrap your head around this mindset. Otherwise, cancel, don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. Go, go do something else because this is the key principle. Now, it's a principle that when I first heard it, I didn't buy into it, right? And but whenever I wrap my head around it and, and let this let this marinate a little bit, I understood that ah, this is actually the the principle that I need to to understand as the foundation of managing my time and my energy so that I get to the things that I want to get to in my life. And it's simply this: it's not that you don't have the time; it's that you've not made something a priority. And this was told to me by the former head wrestling coach at the University of Minnesota, Jay Robinson. And he told this to me, I don't know, it was probably 12, 10, 12 years ago. And I said to myself, ah, bullcrap, right? I'm busy. He doesn't know. Like, he doesn't know, right? And it's not that, it's not that people don't, uh, uh, haven't made something a priority. They just don't have the time. And, and I didn't believe him at first. But it took me a while probably years, really, for this to really sink in is a, is a fundamental truth. And when we can start from there, if you and I can start this conversation, this podcast, this episode, from there, then you're going to get a lot out of the rest of this, okay? Let's say you have 10 things to do, and you've only got 10 minutes to do them. And you know that you only have, there's only enough time for one of those things. And you you can at the end of those 10 minutes, you get one thing done, and, and there's two ways to, to look at, two ways to frame not getting the other nine things done. You can say, I didn't have the time, or you can say, I didn't prioritize the nine other things. I prioritized the one thing. And if you can understand that, if you can make that your truth, it empowers you. It empowers you to say, okay, my life is a choice, how I spend my time is a choice. Because listen, you're not, never going to get everything done that you want to get done. Because there's an infinite amount of things to do. You have a to-do list, you're never going to get that down to zero. It doesn't exist. You will always have more things to do. You're never going to have a to-do list that is at zero. Even if you got everything done, but you're, you, you still got uh, go, go golfing or work out or go on a date night, or even if it's just personal things like that that are, that are, that are on your to-do list, you're always going to have something to do, right? So understanding that you have to make tough choices to prioritize your time, okay? So so let's just start from there. Now, what I want to do is I want to share with you some, some strategies and tactics for you to use your time most effectively to find time, to actually create time, to manifest time, you can get to the things that you want to get to, right? Everybody has the same 24 hours in the day. Think of Elon Musk and Richard Branson, all the amazing things that, that they are, they've done in their lives and they do. They squeeze more out of the time that they have. They use their time in impactful ways that leverage themselves. 
Okay, I just talked to somebody yesterday, as a matter of fact, who toured the Tesla plant. And he, she said it was fascinating because everything is so systemized, everything is so planned, everything is so, so well put together. But this is all from the inner workings of Elon Musk's mind. But he didn't do those things. He didn't physically build the plant, but he had people do it. He, he found ways to tell his vision, to share his story, to get buy-in, et cetera, okay? So first thing here, first tactic for helping you find time is this. Now, let me preface this by saying this. I'm going to share some things with you, uh, and some of these may be really eye-opening for you. Others, you're going to say, okay, that's just a good reminder of a fundamental, right? Um, and that's, that's what a coach can do for you, right, is remind you of the fundamentals, hold you accountable to executing on the fundamentals, and that's what I do with my clients. So I, I hold them accountable to getting things done. I ask them the questions that they know they need to be asked, the tough questions, so they get to the right thing. So anyway, that's like this first one is, 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 is a fundamental. It's make it a goal. What is that thing that you want to do? That business that you want to start, the, uh, uh, the sales calls that you want to make, the weight that you want to lose, the relationship you want to fix, the money that you want to make, make it a goal. Yeah, I know you've heard that before. Have you done it? And I'm not just saying like, yeah, make it a goal, like say out loud, okay, I want to do that. I want to make a million dollars. I want to lose 30 pounds. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about writing it down and then writing down an action plan for it and then having a plan to follow through and follow up on it. If you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, you can get access to a, a goal setting template, a worksheet that you can use to do this on your own. Set a goal. Figure out what the obstacles are for you to achieve that goal. Make that commitment. Whenever you set that goal and make it concrete and then follow up on it and follow through and work with a mentor, work on a, with a mastermind group, work with a coach and, and actually execute on these things on a regular basis, guess what? You will magically find time. You simply will. All right, the next one. Saying yes to one thing means saying no to something else. If you say yes to one thing, that means saying no to something else. So Game of Thrones, it's all the rage these days, right? Everybody's watching Game of Thrones. I've not watched a single episode. I think I'm one of like three people in America who haven't watched an episode of Game of Thrones. But I choose not to spend my time on that. I, I say no to Game of Thrones so that I can say yes to other things, right? Uh, uh, putting my kids to bed or spending some time with my wife or reading a book or making my smoothie the night before so I don't have to make it in the morning. So I say no to things like Game of Thrones because if you're saying yes to Game of Thrones, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I know amazing, awesome, good people, successful people who watch Game of Thrones. Nothing wrong with that, right? But don't tell me you watched the episode of Game of Thrones last night, but you don't have time to work out. Don't tell it. Don't say that. It's a choice. You prioritize one over another. I don't have time to uh, post on social media for my business. No, you've made a choice. And that choice may be just fine because maybe you need to decompress at the end of the day. But maybe you can de decompress in a way 
that moves you towards your goals, right? Maybe you meditate instead of watching Game of Thrones. Maybe you journal. Maybe you work out. You have to identify what your highest value tasks are, right? Do you even know what the highest value tasks that are that you have, that you do? And you can think of all the, all the four areas of your life, relationships, self, health, wealth. What are the highest value tasks in your relationship, right? Is it spending a few minutes with your significant other, just letting them talk, letting them vent? What are your highest value tasks? What are some, what's something you can say no to that's not bringing you value? Is it Game of Thrones? Is it something else that's a waste of time? Is there something you can say no to so you can say yes to the right things? Identify those highest value tasks. All right, here's the next one, the third one. Identify your core values and live by them. Identify what's most important to you and live by those things. Now, listen, I know it's, it's, a, it's kind of a nebulous thing for me to talk about on a podcast episode. I make this really concrete for my clients, and that's the kind of thing that we do so that my clients, and, and I know you guys are listening, you understand that you can make your small decisions every day and your big decisions every day based on these values, how you spend your time. What you put in your body. I always use this example. When you, when you have core values, it helps you make the small decisions like walking past the break room at work and seeing a dozen donuts sitting there that somebody brought in and, and, and keep, you keep on walking. That's a small decision. If you know what's important to you, it makes it easier to say no to the donut. But if you know what your core values are, it allows you to, to, to not even have to make a decision. The decision's already made. It's not an emotional struggle that that subconscious, internal, low-level, emotional struggle of do I eat that donut or not? Do I hit snooze on my alarm and sleep in instead of going to work out? The decision's already made. One of my values is fitness. I value that. It's, 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 It's not just like I said it one day. I actually did the work to determine, oh, that actually is a value. And here's why. Here's how I want to live my life. When I determined that, and then I wrote down one of my values is fitness, and I tied my, my value to my goals, then it allows me at five o'clock in the morning after six hours of sleep and having some drinks the night before, when I don't feel like it, it allows me to let's hear my alarm go off and go, Okay, it's time to get up. Instead of going, do I get up? Do I, do I hit the snooze button? Maybe I, can, maybe I can just do a shorter workout. Maybe I can do an easier workout. No, the decision's already made. I already know what, know what my values are. I don't just value fitness because it's just a thing. I value fitness because I know I'm going to be a better version of myself for my wife, for my kids, in my job, in the work that I do. I'm going to feel more energy. I'm going to feel more confident. All those things are wrapped up in that decision to say that fitness is my value. It's one of my values. You have to do that deep foundational work first, though. And 
I talk about this uh, core values. If you want to go deeper on that topic specifically, episode 167, 167. I'll have the link in the, in the show notes in the, uh, in the action plan. If you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, you'll get the whole you get the whole cliff notes of this. I guess they're called spark notes these days, but you get the, all, all the notes from, from this episode, all these bullet points, and I'm rattling off to you right now. They're all going to be in the action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. I'll have links to the, I'm going to refer, uh, refer to probably three other podcast episodes coming up here in a few minutes too. So all those links will be in the action plan. So 167, number, episode 167 is, uh, is uh, a good one if you want to dive deeper into the core values. All right, here's the next one. Here's another way to help you. This is a strategy for helping you find time. Find more time in your day. Here's one. You ready? Identify your ideal day. That's your personal life and your professional life. What does your ideal day look like? I know you have maybe a, a thought in your mind about it. Maybe actually put pen to paper or fingers to the keypad and figure it out. Like identify what does my perfect day look like? And once you identify that, you go, okay, you know what? Game of Thrones isn't actually part of my ideal day. It didn't make it in there. So maybe, maybe I can say no to that. And by the way, let me, let me give you this little side note. I'm always so fascinated by whenever my clients write out their ideal day, it's not, and by the way, this is your ideal typical day, right? This is not sipping my ties on the beach. This is like day to day, right? Real world, real life. And guess what? It's not like sailing on a sailboat in the Caribbean. It's, it's not, you know, winning the lottery every day. It's, it's pretty simple stuff. Like, Working out or eating healthy, uh, being productive, you know, working with certain types of people, right? doing certain things, part, different parts of your day. And, it, and it's usually pretty simple. And then once you do that, it helps you understand what you, can, what you should say yes to, what you should say no to. It all, here's, the, here's the other really cool thing. It brings you more happiness because here's why. You will find when you write out your ideal day, it's more attainable than you think. And there are pieces of it that you live out every day or maybe, maybe a couple days a week. You go, wow, I actually, there's a little piece of my day that is actually kind of part of my ideal day. And you go, wait a second, like I'm in a pretty good place. It brings you gratitude. It brings you happiness, brings you fulfillment, and it brings you hope because you can start building your life around adding more pieces of this ideal day in. You can start moving towards that ideal day. But you've got to do it. You've got to do it. I, I, I know it's, it's just Jim sitting here telling you on this episode, but listen, you've got to do it. You've got to do the work. You can, you can just move on from this episode. And I, listen, I know I'm giving you a bunch of action items here and a bit different things you can do. Pick one. After you do that one, maybe pick, pick, another, pick another one, right? Download the action plan, print it out. Set it on your desk, post it on your wall, check these off as you do them. They don't have to take that long. And listen, this is the other thing I tell my clients is like, don't make, don't worry about making this perfect. You can go back and delete, try it again, start over, throw it away. This is not set in stone. 
It's not going to be perfect the first time either. Do it once, and then a week later, come back and look at it and go, ah, you know what? I'm going to tweak this part a little bit. I, I forgot to add this part, right? There's this time value of learning. Whenever you actually do this kind of work, there's a part of your subconscious mind that is still working on this. And as you go through, if you, if you sit down and you type out your ideal day, and then you go through your day, it's going to be subconsciously there too. And you're going to be driving down the road and you're going to look at, uh, drive past the park and see a family in the park and go, ah, oh yeah, I want to spend more time with my kids going to the park. That's, that, that's going to be part of my ideal day. So you're going to find stuff like that and you go back a week later, a day later, whatever, a month later, edit it, put it back in there. So anyway, ideal day. Okay, here's the next, next one. Be productive. Be productive. Listen, this, I told you this is blocking and tackling. This is fundamentals. You need somebody outside of you who's going to hold you accountable to this. Mentor, mastermind, coach, friend, something, right? Because you know this stuff. If it was just information that you needed, you would be where you want to be right now. It's not just a matter of information. There's more to it here. But, but I digress. Listen, be productive, okay? If you want to learn tactics, I'm not going to go into it right now, but you want to learn tactics about being productive, I go deep on this and share, you a bunch of them, share with you a bunch of them. Episode 180, 180. Again, that link will be in the action plan, but 180. That episode is about how to feel like you made meaningful progress at the end of your day. Meaningful progress toward your goal, toward that ideal day, toward that ideal life, toward what you want. Because if you're like most people, you go through the day at 100 miles an hour and you get 100 things done and you don't feel like you've moved the needle. That feels like you, go to episode 180. Or if you want to talk, we can have a, have a conversation. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply and, uh, and we can have a talk about that. All right, next tactic here. Delegate, optimize. Okay, delegate. That's the big one here is really just delegate. And I, and I talk more about this in episode 164. I, I go deeper on this. But you've got to offload tasks. You have to say no. You can't do everything. Right? So, so delegate. But Jim, I don't, have, I don't have anybody to delegate to. Well, go, here, here's a solution for you. Go to upwork.com, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. And there's freelancers from all around the world. They're waiting to help you. And you can, you can look at their ratings. You can look at their reviews. You can look at how many hours they've worked for other clients. You can see what, how, many, how, many, how much money they've made. You can say, I want people who have a, the highest ratings. I want people who have worked on here for at least six months or at least a year. I want people who have done at least $10,000 of, of work on this platform, not somebody who's brand new that I can't trust. You can set all those parameters. Do you want someone to be your virtual assistant to help you with stuff? Go to Upwork.com. That's, that's what I do. I've been doing that for years. I actually had, uh, when, I, when I had my window cleaning business 10, 10 years ago or more, I sold that. I had a virtual assistant. She actually worked. She was in St. Louis. She was awesome. Her name was Virginia, coincidentally. I live in Virginia. Uh, but Virginia answered all my calls. I literally sent her a cell phone, <laughs> the cell phone from my business, and she just answered my calls. And she typed into the software. Anytime a new job came in, uh, I took, the, you know, I went and did the estimates. My crews did the work. But I delegated. I outsourced. I systematized. 
Um, and you can do that too for, for no matter what it is, whether you're in business or not in business, um, you can find people on there to help you. It's pretty fascinating. It's actually just a fun thing to go go, go do, go poke around there. Uh, so Leka, who's listening to this episode right now, uh, is one of the one of the people, and I've actually hired uh, several. I've got one, two, three, four people right now uh, that are working for me on Upwork that are processing these uh, these episodes and doing other things for my business. So, um, so that's that's the last one there. But I, I do want to share a few specifically about about working out. Right, because I know everybody, yeah, not everybody. A lot of people want to find more time to work out. Right, um, here are a couple quick, quick hit tactics on on finding more time to work out. You can do high intensity interval training. Uh, I did a uh, podcast episode number ninety one. Po- podcast episode number ninety one. Um, by the way, iTunes doesn't iTunes doesn't go back more than a hundred episodes. It only holds a hundred episodes. So. I will have the link, the direct download link to that episode. That's more than 100 episodes ago uh, in the action plan. So anyway, he talked about high-intensity interval training. He is the world leader expert on this. And he's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast and a lot of other podcasts. But he is a uh, he was a fantastic interview. You want to get a short workout in? He, he has a book called the, I think it's called something about the one-minute workout or something. Um, and it, there's actually like proven research around this. And uh, you got to hear about his one minute workout because there's a little bit of a, a nuance to it that you might not think of, but it actually works. So you can, so I do a lot of these high intensity interval training, these shorter workouts. Um, here's another one. Make it a networking event, right? I go to these F3s and like I meet a bunch of dudes from, from different cities that I travel to. Connect with people, make it a networking event, make, make it a, a social event, right? Um, here's another one. Join a, join a running club. Or join some kind of club or, or, or group of people who are doing the kind of workouts that you want to do and meet people, right? You know, get creative. You, you don't have to run or go to the gym. Like, join a basketball league or a softball team or, or, or go swimming or play racquetball or go mountain biking or, or rock climbing or rowing. Like, you don't have to do what everybody else does. You don't have to buy a gym membership, go to the gym, work out for X amount of minutes, and then go home. You don't have to do that. If that sucks for you, don't do it. Go do something fun. Go do something different. So find ways that work for you. And, and also, you know, change your mindset on it. Because for me, working out is time invested. Like I said earlier, I, I know I'm going to be more productive and I'm going to be more focused. I know you want to be more productive. I know you want to be more focused. That's part of the reason why you're listening to this episode. So success through failure for me, I failed. Years ago, I failed at living my life right. And man, that I learned from that, right? I was down, but I didn't stay down. I learned. I rediscovered this systematic way of living that has lifted me up and lifted up so many other people who I work with. And I want you to learn from this. So what do you do now? So you're saying, okay, Jim, that's all great. You gave me a ton of stuff to think about. What do I do? What's the one thing I should do now? Here's the one thing you should do now. One thing, identify your three highest value tasks and the three lowest value tasks, okay? You can hit pause on the episode right now if you want, but identify three highest value and three lowest. And just think about if you're driving or on the treadmill or working out, like just think about those. Okay, what are the three highest and the three lowest? Hit pause, think about that or journal about it. And then do this. Identify how you can delegate, outsource, or delete or, or, or let that ball drop, dare I say, let that ball drop for some of your lowest value tasks. 
the things that just don't bring you value, right? I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones again. Maybe I'm not going to keep up with Game of Thrones. Oh, no, right? I can't talk about it tomorrow at lunch break, you know, with my friends. Or I can't. Maybe, maybe you let that ball drop. Or maybe it's something totally different. But what are the low-value things that you do with your time? How do you just say no to them? How do you let that ball drop? How do you quit? How do you delegate? How do you outsource that? How do you make that more efficient? But think about those things. And so I referenced a bunch of different podcast episodes here. Uh, go check those out. I'll have the, the links in the, in the action plan, jimharshawjr.com slash action. If any of this sounds awesome to you and you want to have a conversation about it, let me know. jimharshawjr.com slash apply. There are no strings attached. I promise you. Let's have a conversation. It just starts there. And, and that will help you. That will bring you clarity. That will bring you value. And I look forward to talking to you. Until next time. Take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure. Until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone.